Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Man, you want to talk about throwing a curveball? Here, I got the, the Dan Bongino baseball right here. You know the hook? Grab a little seam there, side of the finger, kind of whip the wrist a little bit. The hell just happened? The hell just happened up on Capitol Hill? I realized I was talking in the mic. Hunter Biden, a disgusting, filthy bag of disgraceful human genes, decides to disgrace America and the globe again. This on-video crack-smoking, sexual relations slob, this absolute beast. Let me tell you a little thing about Hunter Biden, too. I got, let's just say, a friend who may know a little something about Hunter Biden in a foreign country. Hunter Biden, who was behind the door and like a bender with some, let's just say, ladies of the night in a foreign country, by the way, where he was warned multiple times by the friend that they were probably being watched and filmed in the room. Did Hunter Biden care? No. Hunter Biden showed up on Capitol Hill today for a minute to disgrace America, this pig of a human being. This disgusting slob who compromised the national security of the United States because of his crack and sex habit and decided to show up on Capitol Hill today and make a spectacle. Now, many of you would say to yourselves right now, hey, man, listen, we should lock this guy up. We should. We should. However, expecting judicial accountability in our air quotes Justice Department right now is a joke. We don't have one. I live in the real world. So in the real world, there's got to be a way to get back at these people. Retribution. Yeah, that's right. If you're not going to get appropriate legal retribution, then we have other methods too. And the only method appropriate right now is political retribution. Political retribution is a thing everywhere. You get to vote. You get a say in this process. This scumbag and his dad should drop 10 points in approval overnight because of this scumbag move this guy just pulled. He's a scumbag. I'm really pissed off. I got a lot to say about this. Because if this were any of you, you would have been arrested and thrown in a gulag on the spot. Any of you. But because this disgusting, kid-sniffing, daughter-showering, plagiarizing, sociopathic, woman-feeling, corrupt-dealing, international bribe-taking, crack-addicted son, lying loser, because it's his kid, he can do whatever he wants and shit all over the country, and there's seemingly no consequences at all. So now it's up to us to take it into our own hands and enact political retribution, which is how a constitutional republic works. You get a vote in this too, a literal vote. I got a lot to talk about today. Sorry, Joe, I'll get back to normal. Let me get to my first sponsor. 2024, a lot of us are trying to get our finances in order. There's some great news for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives, a lot lower where they they were a year, uh, just last year. So if you're being buried in high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's big. It's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. What a way to start the new year. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call American financing today. Here's a number. 
888-994-7660. It's a great company, American Financing. Give them a call at 888-994-7660 or visit them online. The website, it's a .net, by the way, not a .com. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182324 and APR for rates in the five starts at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-994-7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Thanks, American Financing. All right, Producer Joe, it was a hot beginning. Let's go. Yeah, this is what the <laughs> hell is that Wednesday? What Where Joe's got to cut all this stuff. And I'm like 10 minutes from starting the show. Yeah, thanks, and Dan. I said, I know. Sorry, buddy. Not my <laughs> fault. I can't go back I to the future with uh, with Marty McFly. But uh, <laughs> I said, guys, can you cut this? Is it too late? They said, don't worry. We got it. And it's a scumbag piece of shit, Hunter Biden, uh, walking up onto Capitol Hill. A guy who's put the entire national security infrastructure out of the United States, in the United States at risk by selling access to his dad, according to multiple business partners, while he had a crack habit and some kind of sex habit, decides to walk up on Capitol Hill in the middle of the day where we've got the defense secretary down with prostate cancer. We've got an ongoing war in the Middle East. You've got an economic crisis as job numbers continue to fall flat. And this piece of shit has to go up on Capitol Hill again and make the whole news cycle about him. What's the first thing you thought about? Because folks, listen to me. I don't, I, I, nothing, if you really want to piss me off, go on Twitter and go, oh, Dan Bongino keeps telling you it's going to be legal consequences. No fuckwad. I never said that. I've said the opposite from the start. We have zero, zero justice system at all. If you are waiting for the justice system, and you can clip this and send it to all those assholes who lump every conservative radio host in together, which I freaking hate. Listen, man, I got no time for bullshit today. If you don't like the hot shows and dark mode, Dan, I have no problem with you tuning out. I understand. Nothing personal. That's not today's show. If you got kids watching, this is not for them. We've got a lot of young fans. Kids, this is not for you today. So just so we're clear, nothing is going to happen with the Justice Department of any significance. If Trump is reelected, maybe. Listen to me for the thousandth time so you don't mistake me with other hosts and, oh, justice is right around the corner. It's not right around the corner. Nothing is going to happen. You have to make something happen the right way. And the right way to do it is to take your country back through a tried and true process. You have a say in this. It's the political process. It ain't pretty. It ain't perfect. There's a shit ton of cheating, but you've got a say in this. This piece of shit and his family have got to be excised from public life through this electoral process forever. I am so done with this piece of garbage in the White House and his garbage family and their coke in the freaking White House, their 69-level sex in foreign hotels, selling the country out to the Chinese Communist Party, foreign deals, feeling women up, sniffing kids, showering with his daughter. The guy is disgusting. He's a freaking international, cosmic-level, effing disgrace to humankind. And I'm done with this piece of shit. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. This just happened a few minutes ago, if you're watching live. Piece of garbage, Hunter Biden shows up again, causing another crisis. 
in the middle of a crisis on top of a crisis, his piece of garbage dad started. Here he is. He shows up for like five minutes again because he can't stop putting his dumb ass face in front of the cameras. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, thankfully, calls him out for the chump, coward, piece of shit he is. Check this out. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, Apparently, oh, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here <laughs> oh. There's a piece of shit walking out. Listen, I told you, I, I'm reading the chat now. If the dark mode, Dan's not for you, I understand. I'm sure Rube Biden's going to lose his mind today. But to tune out, I, you're not, no one's going to hurt my feeling. It's this is how I feel. Day, dude. Oh, it is. A, I'm, I'm just sick of the bullshit, folks. Yeah. It's incredible that all the stuff we heard about Donald Trump and the lack of decorum and respect for the office. Amazing. We didn't find Coke in the White House. There's no videos of Don Jr. smoking crack and engaged in a UFC looking fight with a bunch of hookers from China. It's incredible. All the decorum stuff we heard about. And it's all happening now. Some reporter asked a great question. This is the question I would have asked. Hunter Biden's walking out of the hearing. Did you catch this? Listen closely to the reporter in the background. This is the best question anyone could have asked of Hunter Biden. who's just a piece of shit. Check this Please, out. Please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement. Okay? How crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me- <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? Folks, did you hear it? What, what kind of crack do you typically smoke? I, I'd like, I don't know. I'd like to know that. I'd like to know that. How do you think this piece of shit's dad feels? Huh? Garbage man. And by garbage man, by the way, I'm not talking about sanitation workers. I actually love you guys. You provide value. We'd all be living in filth if it weren't for the job you do. I'm talking about garbage people, i.e. people made of garbage, like the leftists who support this scumbag. How do you think his dad feels right now? His garbage, kid-sniffing, woman-feeling, daughter-showering dad. Sociopathic, fake civil rights activist dad. He's got to be sitting there in the White House right now, the dad and his team. The dad who's so effing stupid is probably sitting there going, good job, Hunter, we got him. While his staff is in the background cringing, like, we're down eight points in Michigan, rotting oatmeal brains, loser piece of garbage president. Maybe you could get your son's head out of his freaking ass and tell him to get out of the damn news cycle so we can save this shit campaign we're running. Anybody want some ice cream? And if that's what he's doing, that's what that's yeah. the next line out of his out of his rotting checks mix brain. Anybody wants a little ice cream? He's probably Joe, he's probably like, who's that on the screen? That's your son, Mr. President. Uh-huh, it is? His dad's down eight points in Michigan to Donald Trump. And you've got this piece of garbage showing up up on Capitol Hill. An absolute disgrace to humankind, whose dad, by the way, is filth. Oh, he put his, he loves his son, the left, loves his son? You put your crack-addicted son as the face of your freaking con to steal money from the American taxpayer using your office 
to get shady business deals from nuclear-powered enemies of the United States, you scum? He loves his son. He hates his son so much he uses him for his grift. Filthy, disgusting old man with a filthy, disgusting family. Freaking embarrassment. By the way, you thought I was exaggerating yesterday, the threat of how sick these leftists are? They love this guy. His crack, his sex, his women feeling dad, his kids sniffing dad. The left loves him. Oh, Donald Trump broke all the court. Really? Where's Donald Trump's coke in the White House? You guys kidding me? Where's the Donald Trump crack stories? Guys are so full of shit on the left, you disgust me. And you're violent animals, too. And ladies and gentlemen, I am not exaggerating. The threat of political violence, if Donald Trump wins, is absolutely critical right now. These people are nuts, and they are going to go there. And this is the greatest dipsy-doo flipperoo of all times they're doing right now. And when you read these stories, I want you now, listen to this show, because this is important. Read every single story moving forward about Donald Trump and political violence or right-wing political violence. Read it only through the lens of what I call the dipsy-doo flipperoo. Kind of a funny name, but believe me, it's not a joke. The left-wing media, to distract you from the fact that they know their side are super violent and are getting ready for violence as Donald Trump closes in on the presidency, Make no mistake, they're preparing for violence. I'm going to prove it to you. In order to distract you from the left's love affair with bloodshed and violence, not ours, there is no, it's been absolutely full, resolute condemnation of political violence on this show, and that'll never change. And all of my friends as well. The left loves violence. They're going to do the flipperoo. They are going to do whatever they can to make sure you believe that it's the right, that's the real danger, so that you don't see, look, squirrel, shiny red objects, so you don't see what's right in front of you. And one of the worst purveyors of lying and what the left calls disinformation is the Drudge Report. Folks, I don't mention this a lot. The Drudge Report is just absolute filth and garbage. I'm forced to read it every day to see how bad the leftist narrative is going. You, the... They are worse than the New York Times. Now, fair enough. You may say, well, Dan, you have, you know, one of the competitors to that. Listen, folks, I, I, I've mentioned it. Joe, how many times have I mentioned Bongino Report? Maybe twice. So let's not pretend like I pumped this thing down to anyone's throat. We have BonginoReport.com. Full disclosure, it is a competitor to Drudge. It has nothing to do with this segment at all. You want to read Bongino Report? Fine. Don't care. There's others out there as well. Citizens Free Press and other stuff. I'm just telling you it's out there. Having said that, my condemnation of Drudge, I assure you, has nothing to do with it. The website is absolute garbage. Here was the headline yesterday. You want to see the dipsy do flipperoo? This was right at the top. Appeal, talking about the, uh, the President Trump's uh, appeal on the immunity case. Don Trump's lawyer argues the president can assassinate rivals. Read that, I thought, shit, Joe, that's really bad. Donald Trump's lawyer went in front of the U.S. Court of Appeals and said we should be able to assassinate rivals. Can you go back to that a second? 
That's what it says, right? I mean, you're reading it right there, folks. That's a screenshot. It's not Joe didn't edit this. The Don's lawyer argues president can assassinate rivals. So it took all of about five seconds to figure out what Donald Trump's lawyer actually said. You know what I did? Instead of clicking on Drudge's bullshit, half-ass, jerkwad headlines like the Drudge Report does all the time. No, no conservative should be reading this. No, it's, it's absolute garbage. I actually clicked on the article, it, which is true. It is still the worst looking website on planet Earth. How people go there is beyond me. Like I said, I have to go there because part of my research into what I do every day is how left wing outlets misinform you. And Drudge is worse than the New York Times or Washington Post now. The, the absolute worst. I actually clicked on the article in that link and it says nothing of the sort. It's a semaphore article. Here's the article. Oh, now we learn that Trump's lawyer was not, in fact, arguing he should be able to assassinate his rivals. One of the left-wing judges asked Trump lawyers. So what happened with the judge? This wasn't like, Joe, you get the impression reading judge that that, that Donald Trump's lawyer sitting there in court going, hey, judge, listen, we're here today because we need to assassinate our political opponents. And we're currently working with SEAL Team 6 and we're looking for your approval. Then you find out none of that actually happened. A left-wing judge asked Trump's lawyer a ridiculous hypothetical, a ridiculous hypothetical, which he gave an honest answer to. Here's the actual question. Liberal dipshits. There are quotes here, which means the judge actually said this. This is a left-wing judge. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival and is not impeached, would he be subject to criminal prosecution? An obviously ridiculous hypothetical. Uh, Obviously. Sauer responded, if he were impeached and convicted first, there's a political process that would have to occur, which is accurate. One, would SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival? What are you even talking about? You're talking about SEAL Team 6, a political rival. What does that mean? What it? Joe, let me give it, because I know it. See, this is how... Stupid liberals are. Liberals are thinking, oh, gosh, they're talking about Joe Biden or something. Yeah, that would be an obvious crime, folks. That's not what the judge said. Could a president order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival? That could mean anything. Well, what if the political rival is Xi Jinping who's getting ready to loot nuke the United States? Oh, 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 nobody... Nobody thought, didn't say that in a drudge headline. And Sauer responded correctly. Well, if it was determined to be against American law and not done in Americans' best interest, and it was a political rival done for political reasons, and it was a crime, he has to be impeached and convicted, which shouldn't be a problem. They impeached him for something that didn't even happen. And then there, he can be criminally prosecuted. That's the accurate answer. But you see how the left... The scum on the left, Drudge, all these left-wingers, they reframe this whole thing as if Trump's lawyer was arguing to be able to assassinate like Joe Biden or something. If you're a lefty moron, you read that headline on dipshit Drudge and you believe it. If you're a normal person, you're like, wait, this judge asked one of the dumbest effing questions I've ever heard that has 60,000 different permutations. If Trump ordered the SEAL team to assassinate, what, who, a political rival? You talking about China? 
Cuba? What are you talking about? During a political primary? Where an obvious crime is committed? Which would be murder? And it, by the way, a state, they, they could just prosecute him right away. He'd be, you're telling me Donald Trump right there tells a SEAL team at a primary rally, kill that guy? What? what? This is the kind of bullshit we're doing right now? Folks, they all know the left is planning for violence if Trump wins. And they're trying to distract you with the dipsy doos and insane bullshit. All right, I got to take a break here for a second. I'm going to show you on the other side how Axios is doing it too. Left-wing Axios, Politico, everything from now to Election Day is going to be the danger from the right wing and Trump when it's really the left. And I've got the receipts to back that up. Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of the show. I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veteran, and first responder heroes. They're 100%. U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Everyone's flocking over to Patriot Mobile to get away from Big Mobile. Get free activation when you use the offer code Bongino. Join me and make that switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Bongino. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bongino. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. I appreciate it. Folks, what happened there at Drudge and with that dumb, probably pre-planned question by the left-wing judge is nothing more than an effort to distract you from the left's bloodlust for violence. BLM, Antifa, street riots, attacks on conservatives, protests, violent protests in front of judges' house, Maxine Waters stuff, Chuck Schumer stuff. They are bloodlust for violence right now. And they need to distract you. And they hate when I point this stuff out. Here's Axios' Mike Allen playing right into it. Two stunning moments at Trump's D.C. appeals court hearing. The same court hearing that the goon drudge is reporting on. A lawyer for Trump taking a legal argument to extreme lengths. Again, pretending the lawyer initiated this. Said a president couldn't be prosecuted for ordering SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival. Here we go again, pretending that this was some kind of thing proposed by Donald Trump they were defending and not a response to a ridiculous question by a left-wing judge that was entirely open-ended. Trump told reporters after the hearing, also, there will be bedlam in the country if the case proceeds and hurts his chances in the election. Notice how Trump can say there will be bedlam in the country and Trump is accused of inciting violence. Yet, by here it is right here. Yet, there's the implication there that we're the threat. Yet, when Maxine Waters, Chuck Schumer, and basically any leftist actor, entertainer, political person goes out there and directly calls for violence, hey, they're not inciting violence at all. Folks, this is the worst dipsy-do I've ever seen. Here's the Washington Post playing into it, too. You, You seeing a pattern here? Folks, there's nothing we do better than calling out these patterns. Washington Post did it yesterday. There's this big, long article. Gee, got that one? Washington Post. The Washington Post article yesterday. This is an article about swatting, having SWAT teams show up at the house. Now, I don't want to say too much about this for personal reasons, 
But this is such a serious threat. A very senior law enforcement person contacted me directly about this the other day. This is a huge threat on the right wing. Does it happen to left wingers? It does. It is so common with right wing people and anyone associated with conservative politics that there are actually proactive plans being developed now amongst people I know to stop someone from getting killed. Yet you read this bullshit from the Washington Post, violent political threats surge, haunting American democracy. And again, look how they write it. They just have to throw this in there, but they pretend it's like a small thing. While some on the right have been affected, many targets share a common attribute. They've done or said something that earned Trump's ire. Here we go again. Absolute bullshit. Some on the right, assholes at the Washington Post. This is an epidemic on the right. So much so, I mean this in the literal sense, I was contacted by a law enforcement individual so concerned about this that I had to be directly contacted, my wife too. That's how bad this is on the right. But notice how the Washington Post dismisses the problem. Oh, this is definitely Trump is doing all this. The dips, this is the dipsy-do-flipperoo. The dipsy-do-flipperoo is best summed up as this. Whatever the left is accusing you of, they're planning to or have done themselves. Every time. Trump colluded with the Russians. Actually, it was Hillary colluding with foreigners. Violence is about to break out. What does that mean? That means the left is planning violence. That's exactly what this means. They all know. The lefties and their media goons all know that they are the real threat. You doubt me? I want you to listen close to this. Joe had to work his wonder with this. This is a, a, a mic, a live mic that two moron journalists don't know is live. Joe, what's the golden rule of a microphone? Uh, Dan, the golden rule of a microphone is you don't you treat them like they're all hot. bro. All, they're all hot, baby. Now, these are two yeah. journalists. But here's the problem with journalists. Journalists are freaking morons. They're the dumbest people on planet. The dumbest. I have been around them. I mean it. If any group of collective IQ journalists are the freaking dumbest people on earth. If you heard the conversations I heard on Air Force One as an agent among journalists, they are freaking stupid. They're sitting in front of a live mic. They pretend to be journalists. They don't even know it's live because they're morons. And they're having a laughing, joking conversation about how they should JFK or how implying how Trump could be assassinated. And they think it's freaking hilarious. No. Here, listen to yourself, and then I'll show you the transcript afterwards. Take a listen. You know, the worst part is, even if he has and he's hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of the hill. <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, he's got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah. Or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like, if he pulls up like a JFK, it's like a JFK, a Lincoln. Maybe someone just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. <laughs> it's so nice out there. <laughs> you think they think that's funny? They think that's hilarious. Let me tell you something. If that had happened within earshot of a Secret Service agent, I assure you right now, they would be getting interviewed right now. Here's the transcript in case you think like any of this is, oh, no, maybe I didn't hear what I heard. No, you heard it. Here they are hanging out of it. He'll be on the other side of the street. I mean, if he's driving, we got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open, 
Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. Like JFK? Maybe someone, just like they told JFK, you know what you should do. You should take a convertible. It's so nice out. Ladies and gentlemen, I produce the receipts every day for you while resolutely condemning a violent future for this country because I'm going to show you what it looks like. Anyone out there calling for political violence as a solution, this isn't the show for you. Don't mistake my generally hot temper for irrationality. It is perfectly rational emotion. The country is going to hell in a handbasket and I'm pissed and I'm going to do everything I can to stop it. But if you think violence is the path out of that, you are nuts. And if you think that's a virtue signal, you're even crazier. You want to see what violence looks like when a country can falls completely into chaos? You think you want that here? We're going to exhaust every option. Every option. I'm not telling you not to defend yourself. Don't be anybody's sheep or anybody's sucker. But political violence is not the way out. And what worries me is that the left doesn't agree. They love it. I can't warn you enough. You think this violence can't happen here? Folks, they've already called for it before. Oh, I got some hard receipts coming up for you next. If you're a regular listener. You may have seen one of these before. But I'm going to prove to you they are absolutely getting ready for violence again if Donald Trump wins. And you better be ready for it. Because they're not kidding around. You don't want this here. Let me take our, our last break and I'll get back to it. And I've got to show you what happened in another country. If you even think you want political violence here, you don't. Folks, stress may be why you can't lose weight. You know that if you have a moderate to high stress lifestyle, a doctor formulated weight loss supplement that really works called Lean could be your solution. Paula's been taking it. She's down about three, four pounds and she really... She was lean to begin with. She looks pretty great. Chronic stress could wreak havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. You know all about the stress eating and those sugar cravings. No good. Well, here's the good news. The studied ingredients in lean, L-E-A-N, have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help to optimize metabolism, keep your appetite under control. If your life's a bit stressful and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your diet and exercise lifestyle. They were kind enough to send us a few bottles. We tried it out. We loved it. Get 15% off and free shipping. Here's the website. Just give it a shot. I'm that confident in it. Takelean.com. T-A-K-E-L-E-A-N. Takelean.com. And enter promo code DAN15. That's DAN15. That's promo code DAN15 at Takelean.com. That's Takelean.com. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the FDA. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Check out Lean. Works great. Our last sponsor today, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Mike and MyPillow employees want to thank the listeners here for all of your continued support of their great company. Thank you. They have an overstock clearance and new product sale right now going on for the best prices ever. When you use promo code DAN, you get free shipping on the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. It's what I sleep on. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets. It just arrived and won't last long. They're nice and warm and cozy there. They're six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. Take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything's on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. They got everything there. They get the best specials ever. Try their slippers too. Go to MyPillow.com. 
or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code DAN. You get free shipping in your entire order. So call 800-637-4982 or go to MyPillow.com, promo code DAN. I had the MyPillow slippers on last night. The mail guy came by. He's like, hey, pretty funny. They're getting ready for violence, man. I don't know how many times I got to warn you. If you think I'm doing these shows like this because there's a lack of content with the immigration crisis going on, Fannie Willis and everything, you're nuts. I'm doing these shows because I have to make an editorial decision every day with Joe and Guy and Jim and Mike about what goes into my show. And I'm telling you from a deep body of experience doing this for well over a decade, the most critical issue in front of our face right now today is the left is falling into this violence bloodlust that we are, if we don't recognize this and take affirmative action to stop it now, we are going to find ourselves in November stunned at the level of violence if Donald Trump wins this thing. You'll remember this show for all the wrong reasons. Folks, the only reason you didn't see it last time is because Joe Biden, they rigged the election with all the nonsense in Pennsylvania and all the media garbage. They rigged that entire election and they skated in 2020. You would have seen all of this. Seen what? Do you remember this? This was a a collection of swampy Republicans dug in left-wing liberal nutbags and a bunch of business titans. They were involved in this project called the Transition Integrity Project. The reason I bring this up, this was for the 2020 election, is folks, these people were ringers. These were not a bunch of tomato cans. These were serious players in the deep state, the bureaucratic swamp, and the business swamp who were absolutely committed, if Donald Trump won, to enacting absolute chaos and violence in the streets. They even wrote about it. These were not small-time guys. It's amazing how outside of me and a couple of conservative outlets, nobody picked up on this story. You think these journalists and all these people joking about assassination, also, you think they're kidding? They're not speaking figuratively. These people calling for street fights mean street fights. Here's their plan, the Transition Integrity Project, if Trump would have won in 2020. Everyone interested in protecting the legitimacy of the election and the transition planning process needs to make plans now for how to respond in the event of a crisis, i.e. if Trump won. They note that everything's going to unfold quickly. Consequential decisions will have to be made quickly. So we better have a plan in advance. You don't think they're doing this now, right now? This is 2020. You don't think the same people are doing this now? Here was their plan. Read this. I'm going to read it verbatim. This is from their freaking plan, folks. We got a hold of this. Planners need to take seriously the notion that this way may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. Technocratic solutions, courts, and a reliance on elites observing norms are not the answer here. Leave that up for a second. I want you to note that when he's calling for a street fight, this he, I mean, the people involved in the Transition Integrity Project, they, sounds like a liberal pronoun game. They, they're very clear here that they don't mean a street fight in a euphemistic way, not a legal battle, not a technocratic solution, not the courts. They're talking about an actual street fight. They actually wrote this. Now, where did they get the model for this to take it to the streets and basically engage in a street fight, i.e. violence? 
Ladies and gentlemen, they got the model from it, from the violence we saw with the uh, Antifa BLM riots. How do I know that? Here's another article that was written right after the campaign we've used before in Time Magazine, where they went and bragged about the, quote, shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. I'd say stole the 2020 election. I want you to notice what they say their inspiration was. They say both sides, they're talking about the business side and the political side, this cabal trying to steal the election. Both sides would come to see it as sort of an implicit bargain inspired by the summer's massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. There it is. What inspired them? What inspired this desire for a street fight? They say it right there. These sometimes destructive racial justice protests. Folks, you're, you're going to tell me with a straight face they're not planning for this again right now? Their inspiration was the destruction, violence, and death. You're not worried about this? Yes. I knew I felt something. River Nats out of control these days. You sure you want this here, by the way? Nothing bothers me more than people who pretend to be on our side. Who've never seen brains split open on a, you know, in a bodega sitting on a DOA as a cop. They're like, yeah, man, this is the only way violence here. Ladies and gentlemen, someday, sadly, violence may come to your door and you may have to defend yourself. And you have every right. You have every constitutional right to do that, to defend yourself. But violence as a political option. Folks, it is it is a black hole of destruction you will never get out of. You sure you want this here? You see what's happening in Ecuador? A country that's descended into just absolute chaos as gangs yesterday basically engaged in a coup d'etat. Here's just a couple quick videos of what it looked like in Ecuador yesterday. A bunch of gang members upset at the governing style decided to storm a live TV station. Didn't end well for the gang members, but here's what happened. Look at this. This is real. This isn't like some, you know, fake reality show or some uh, Jack Reacher thing. Look at this. Held at gunpoint. Alive, by the way, on the air. Looks like a Remington 870 shotgun or something. You probably don't want to get shot with that. All right, get out of that one. That was the TV studio. By the way, they got hauled out of there on their asses probably an hour later. Guy looks like he's got some kind of 38 there, revolver. This guy looks like he's got some kind of explosive. You know, these gang members were clearly not prepared. Just a short time later, again, they were being hauled out on their asses. You want this in America? Because this is what violence looks like. It was a gunfight breaking out in downtown Quito. Look at this. There's the cops. They don't know what to do, the cops, because the gangs were all over the place yesterday trying to take the place over. They escape. The other guy tries to follow. Car comes out, blocks him. Watch this. Gunfight breaks out here. You can hear it. This is in the streets in Quito, Ecuador. They took over a university, too. Here's what happened yesterday at a big university, I think in Guayaquil. They took over one of the university students trying to get away from all these gunmen. Here's the next one. Shooting up a bunch of police cars in the middle of the street. Watch this. You'll see it here. Hey, hey, hey. 
You want this here? You know, listen, man, again, if, if, if you're under the mistaken impression that this is some kind of like Dan Soft or Kumbaya moment, no, you're wrong. You're not soft at all. I spent my entire life training how to develop a thick skin and how to be hard in the face of violence. But folks, if this comes here, man, you're going to see chaos the likes of which you've never seen before. We're not, you know, these people in some of these countries sadly get used to this. My wife grew up in Pablo Escobar's Colombia where gunfire was kind of like a weekly event. They sadly used to it. You don't want that here, man. Good to know, by the way, that Bill Malugin's excellent reporting at Fox is that our release rate for illegal immigrants caught in the United States is now above 85%. A lot of these folks, gang members, are they getting into the United States? You know what the answer to that question is, folks? I have no idea. And that's the troubling part, isn't it? What do you mean we don't know who's coming into the United States? Like I just said, we have no idea who's coming into the United States because we're releasing upwards of 85 to 90% of people who come in and we have no freaking idea who they are. Fake IDs, gang members, are they some of these people in Ecuador? We have no idea. Safe to, yeah, safe to say they're probably, what did Donald Trump say? They're not sending their best. We have no idea who they're sending. Don't worry, folks. So at least we've got like, the rule of law still in the United States, right? It's not like, you know, the Justice Department's corrupted or anything. Oh, look, what the hell happened with this Ray Epps thing yesterday? Ray Epps. I mean, we were told, right, that January 6th was the greatest insurrection in American history, worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than the Civil War. January 6th, we almost lost everything, folks. Chewbacca guy almost took over the whole country. He was going to walk in the White House next and inaugurate himself. My gosh, it was so serious. And yet you've got this gentleman, Ray Epps, on tape, who I don't know, no idea what his motives were, no idea who he's working for, with, if he's working for anyone at all. But the strangest thing is the minute conservatives started asking questions about January 6th, because it was so out of character for a conservative, always peaceful movement, conservatives started asking questions. Like, who is this guy on this video Ray Epps, who's telling people to go inside the Capitol. Who is this guy? This is the show your ass theory. The show your ass theory says the liberals will basically do, they, they will humiliate themselves to no end just to take a count, including showing their asses, like mooning you like Greece, blue moon, right? They will do whatever they can and humiliate themselves just to take the opposite position of what conservatives take. So if conservatives, let's say tomorrow, were to make Ray Epps a MAGA hero for calling people to go, you know, to go inside the, the Capitol, liberal media would hate him again. But the liberal media loves Ray Epps because conservatives are skeptical of January 6th and believe Ray Epps was up to no good. So, of course, liberals love him. Here's the video of Ray Epps, who was what's what the nexus to the news, by the way, is he was sentenced. Now, after all of this, asking people to go inside the Capitol for the biggest insurrection in American history, you think he'd be sentenced to what, 20 years? Well, we'll see what he got afterwards. But let's play the video of Ray Epps. It's on Ray Epps' own words, by the way. So Ray Epps would like to sue us for playing Ray Epps. That's fine. We'll submit this in court as Exhibit 1. This is Ray Epps on Ray Epps. Check this out. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? Tomorrow, 
I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. Base Fed posting? (laughs) (laughs) We need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Okay. All right. No, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up there? Yeah. You don't need to get shot. arrest us all? That Benjamin reports at the end, we like to cite our videos, but Greg, I saw it on Greg Price's feed. Either way, hat tip for the video. Yeah, a number of clips there. Yeah, a lot yeah. going on in that clip. The weirdest thing. So you've got this guy on tape. No one denies it's him. He doesn't deny it's him. Telling people to go into the Capitol. Conservatives who were skeptical about what happened on January 6th because they're so not accustomed to right-wing violence, start to ask questions, and all of a sudden the guy's a left-wing hero. And yet we were told he was, you know, this this was such a threat to our democracy, we almost lost the place. And look at this. Ray Epps sentenced to zero jail time. Oh, Folks, please. whether Ray Epps spends any time in jail is no business of mine. I, I don't know the circumstances behind Ray Epps. Was Ray Epps working for someone? Was he not? Was he working with outside groups? I have no idea. I'm not privy to the case. All I know is what Ray Epps did because I just played what Ray Epps did, which nobody disputes. Told people to go into the Capitol and a lot of people did. Matter of fact, a number of people surrounding Ray Epps the night before, including a guy, did you hear the the audio voice of the guy in the chat? Shut the fuck up, boomer. Did you hear that? People were like, tell this guy to please shut up. In other words, most of the people there knew this was a bad idea. So the problem liberal media people have, here's, let me sum this up for you, and why the courts apparently love Ray Epps now. The problem they have and why the libs love Ray Epps is because if the Ray Epps story gets out there, that a guy's on tape calling people to go into the Capitol, and actual protesters who showed up We're saying, hey, this is a bad idea. It defeats the narrative that the wild, out-of-control MAGA lunatics were looking to take over the government. That's why they want this story desperately to go away. But now, because liberals and the government all of a sudden love Ray Epps, they've created themselves a bit of a, let's call it a conundrum. Shipwreck crew, who's a lawyer, pretty decent one, has some good takes. don't agree with all of them, but pretty good takes. He tweeted this out. Kyle Cheney said, hey, while you were watching, Ray Epps was sentenced by Bozberg to a year of probation for his role in the January 6th attack. Shipwreck crew put out there, this is going to be the number one talking point for all the defense counsel for Jan 6th in the future where their clients have pled guilty to misdemeanor offenses. He says, I don't see how any judge imposes a sentence with custody time in the future. 
The only mitigating factor for Epps is that he called the FBI early and did not make them come and find him. But his aggravating factors balance that out. Listen, Shipwreck is a, Ship is a very talented lawyer. I'm not a lawyer, no less a talented one. I'm not a lawyer at all. So I'm not one to dispute what he's going to say here. However, there's an assumption here that any of this is law, justice, legal. It's not. Um, it's obviously politics. Everybody knows these January 6th cases are tinged with political bias and have nothing to do with actual application of the law or criminality. Uh, this is, I don't think these judges actually care. I think Ray Epps has become a media darling because he works for their narrative. The left doesn't really care what you think about it. The judges are part of the left. They don't give a shit what me, Ship, or anyone else thinks about it. And they'll sentence whoever to whatever they want. But don't worry. You know, at least the, uh, at least the adults are in charge. I mean, it's not like we've got our Secretary of Defense who came down with a cancer condition and apparently hid it from the Biden administration. Don't sweat it. At least the adults are in charge, folks. Oh, that did happen. Yeah, that did happen. By the way, I'm going to tell you something. I prayed for Lloyd Austin last night. I did. Because I don't wish cancer on anyone. And I pray to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he gives him the strength, Lloyd Austin and his family, to deal with this. But Lloyd Austin is a public official. Lloyd Austin is not your, he's not your private dentist. And Lloyd Austin made a disastrous decision. Lloyd Austin came down with a potentially deadly condition, refused to tell the White House, apparently went in for surgery, still refused to tell the White House, went back into ICU, and apparently lied about his condition. I didn't make this a story. Lloyd Austin did. And Lloyd Austin should have some dignity at this point and step aside. Handle your condition. I pray you get better. You screwed up, man. It's time to go. Is the White House going to take any responsibility? No. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, who absolutely sucks at her job. Anyone changing their vote? He, Joe? Sucks. Still sucks. Can't answer a single question as to how they were the last people to find out that the Secretary of Defense had cancer. Listen to this. How did the president not know until this morning that it was cancer? How did five days go without knowing the death? That is something that we're trying to find. I'm not answer. No, I, I hear you, but that is something that we are going to get a sense of this process, right? That's why they're going to do a review. That's why the Pentagon's going to do a review. That's why the chief of staff put out a memo to cabinets, uh, cabinet, uh, to the cabinets on protocols here to get a sense of what, uh, how they've been moving with this process and how we're going to continue to move forward. We do not want this to happen again, obviously. Uh, but, you know, we're going to get a better sense once the Pentagon does the 30-day review uh, to see how this occurred. Obviously, this is not something we want to see. Listen, again, celebratory backslaps are for assholes and losers. But I just don't want you to, I don't want you to think you're wasting your time. Did I not tell you two days ago, just apply the Bongino rule, that there was something more to this story? I didn't know, folks. I wasn't, I didn't predict it. I didn't say, oh, Lloyd Austin's going to come down with cancer. I just told you, hold out. There's more here. And now it comes out. Of course, there was more there. The guy had cancer. It was so obvious. Everybody, not that he had cancer, that there was something more to this story. But everybody's got to be first and run out there and come to the, oh, my gosh, this is what happened. Just report the story. Give an opinion, but there's no need to speculate on what the end game is going to be because you don't know the end game. Just give it 24 to 72 hours. I told you there was more there, and now you know what it is.
This is probably the best question asked about this yesterday, though. Steve Ducey nails it. There is nobody in charge right now, folks. Oatmeal brains and his disgusting, filthy family. Hunter Biden, the dipshit. The crack-addicted son and his international business deals. The kids sniffing, daughters showering, plagiarizing loser in the White House. Nobody's in charge right now. Here's Kirby, one of the few guys anyone took seriously before he took this job. John Kirby, the White House spokesperson, who's him and Karine Jean-Pierre apparently hate each other. Did you see that story? Totally unsurprising because Karine Jean-Pierre is grossly incompetent and John Kirby's got to lie all the time. Here's Kirby asked a great question by Peter Ducey. Hey, if you morons can't even tell us the truth about the Secretary of Defense's really perilous cancer situation and you're going to lie to us, how can we expect you're ever going to tell us the truth about Chex Mix kid sniffer for brains given that he's in poor health? Great question. Listen to the answer. If the administration is going to go to such great lengths to keep secrets about the defense secretary's health, how can anybody be certain that the administration would not go to the same lengths to keep secret problems with President Biden's health in the future? If if you could logically argue, and you can't, but if you could logically argue that How, the wait, 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 years old. wait a second, just give me a second What's here, bub. There I'll is. get there. If if the administration made some sort of Machiavellian effort uh, across the board to, to to keep this from getting public, then I think your question has merit and, and certainly is a fair one. I don't think it's a fair one because that's not what happened here, Peter. What happened here is the secretary of defense, uh, for whatever reason, I can't answer the question why, uh, that information wasn't shared. It wasn't shared widely in the department and it worse? certainly wasn't shared with you the agency. Know. It's, not, it's not good. It's certainly not good, which is why I Again, we want to learn from this. We want to we want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Folks, he doesn't mean any of that. These guys, they're just liars. The entire White House has been taken over by a culture of coke, lies, crackheads or bad art deals. I haven't even gotten to that. I'll have to cover that at length. The, the, the you know, oversight thing coming up in a little bit. I'll, I'll get to that tomorrow. The Hunter Biden art deals, which I told you about, too. What did I tell you a long time ago? When you're dealing with money laundering, which I did as a federal agent, some one of the best ways to do money laundering is art. Why? Because anybody can say anything, folks. Oh, look, it's a Guy Cohen special. Hey, Guy, I don't want to pay you a salary because I don't want to pay taxes. So I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to work here for free, Guy. Guy, oh, okay, I'll be an intern, whatever. But Guy, here's the thing. I want you to sell me a piece of art for $150,000 because it's so valuable. <laughs> what a deal, right? I don't got to pay payroll taxes on Ghee, whatever. What a, what a crazy steal. It's bullshit. It's always been bullshit. But here's where the story gets really crazy. So this Fannie Willis thing is just absolutely blown up down in Georgia. Fannie Willis, the prosecutor down in Georgia, who's pushing to prosecute Trump for all this election nonsense. Remember when she rushed the case at the last minute? To push it through to the indictment. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. Remember, they leaked it out yeah. early and then they had to pull it back. And everybody was wondering, like, what the hell just happened there? You remember when Newt Gingrich was on Charlie Kirk's podcast and he said this? Check this out. I am told, this is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening, somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. 
we have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said, mm-hmm. apparently, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, they're not going to get here before noon. They said, that doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night. She said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media who, shifting. Who, who, off who of made Weiss. that phone call? We don't know. And I'm, and, it's, and I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good I, I, sources. I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted <laughs> and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker. Listen, man, I don't know what your feelings about nude are. I don't care. I don't know the guy personally. I've interviewed him a few times. That's it. But nude, absolutely, whoever told him that, nude absolutely nailed it. Now it appears Fannie Willis... She's alleged to be having an affair. Everything's an allegation. I believe in innocence till proven guilty. It's only fair, even amongst political opponents. Having an affair with this guy, Nathan Wade. She hires this guy, Nathan Wade, to help her prosecute Trump. It's now alleged that Nathan Wade met with Biden's White House counsel right before the allegations were about to burst about Hunter's sweetheart deal. And they meant to push the indictment forward on Trump to distract everyone from Hunter's sweetheart deal and the whistleblower allegations. And it's possible that the person involved in that connection with the White House, who said they had nothing to do with this indictment, was Nathan Wade. Is that the person Newt's talking about in that call? We're going to find out in the coming days. But again, you don't have to like this guy, but man, did he nail it. Someone gave him some really good information. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Join us for the chat every day. We open it up at around 9.30 a.m., but the show starts at 11 a.m. Just go to rumble.com slash Bongino, or please download the Rumble app. Rumble is exploding. It has been such a phenomenal success for us. I can't believe it. 110,000 people watching right now, 11 o'clock in the morning. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. Stay tuned for the radio show. Yeah, it's awesome having you all here. We love it. I'll be uh, live in a couple minutes. So right here on the channel, rumble.com slash Bongino. We'll be right back. See you then. See you back here in the podcast tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.